doesn't want to record and I've tried like four times today to record on my microphone and now I'm reduced to um, recording straight onto Anchor which I don't really like doing because it doesn't have the best quality and it picks up everything in the room but if I have to get this podcast out to my peeps that's what I'm gonna have to do so I apologize now if you hear any background noise or if I'm not so loud I apologize but I'm having to use Anchor to record. I'm glad that they do have this facility but I would really prefer to use my microphone but um, it's malfunctioning. There's a total black screen now on it and it's not even turning off so I don't know what's going on with it but anyway I digress. Hello lovely people! What are we going to talk about today? So I have a few topics, um, but I'm going to split them into three different podcasts. And I was just sat upstairs thinking about what to podcast about. Um, one of the podcasts I want to do, I kind of want to involve my husband in it because it is about him. And I just want to get his side. The other podcast, again, is also to do with my husband and I might also want to get him in on that too. <laughs> um... So I think I'm just going to do the one about my kids and love, which doesn't involve anybody else. So um, let's get into it. So, parenting. Conscious parenting. It really is a must, guys. I had a situation with my two middle children, the teenagers. Well, one teenager, one adult, because he's 20, going on 21. And uh, it really made me see myself and check myself. I really had to check myself. But I just saw myself in the both of them in the way that they react and uh, communicate. And I had to take full responsibility as God showed me that it was all my fault and it all came from me. You know, we're supposed to teach our kids in the way we ought to grow and they will not depart from it and... You know, even when you think you're not teaching them, you're teaching them however you speak to them, however you speak to other people around them. Whatever they watch and observe you doing, they will take it on, good or bad. And most of the time, it's our bad habits, but they do get some of the good stuff as well. And I definitely see the good stuff in my boys that I have passed on, and I love it. I love the faithfulness of my middle child. 
you know, the one woman, the one womanness that he has and how he loves hard and how he wears his, his heart on his sleeve like his mama. Um, I'm going to have to teach him to protect himself. To, I'm going to have to teach him about boundaries. I'm going to have to teach him about discernment because he's definitely got that from me, that heart of gold. He's very empathetic and his love language is acts of service, I'm noticing. So when he does something for someone and they don't appreciate it, which is what kind of happened in the situation, he, he lost it. He was just so upset. And I think because he's had so much disappointment from his biological father and, um, or dad, should I say, and his dad's siblings, the siblings from his dad. So his siblings, but his dad's kids. Um... He doesn't expect it from his brother that he's grown up with, who's known him from the minute he was born. Um, so when he shows up like that, it crushes him. It's, it's hard taking it from his stepsisters because they, they, they are new in his life and he, he gets the jealousy and all of that kind of stuff. But with his brother that has been here from day one, mm -mm. No, you don't react like that to me. And I'm exactly the same with my sisters. <laughs> and I'm exactly the same with my friends. Like, if I see you as a friend, I'll give you my heart. I will give you my all. I will put everything in to our relationship. Please don't burn me. Because, ooh, 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 <laughs> It hurts. It really does. So anyway... <laughs> Um, we had a situation regarding money. So my eldest child, he's a student, uni, first time away from home, having to pay bills. He's lived a life of, I want something and I get it. <laughs> Regardless of whether it's from mum or nan, he gets it because he's the first child and he's spoiled. Um, and he's, he's definitely spoiled by my mother. And he's, she's let it known that she, he is her favourite. She don't sugarcoat it, but it's because he was born three months before she lost her husband. And he is my dad's first grandchild, first grandson, and my, he always wanted a son. So he was instantly put on that pedestal. And he helped her get through her grief of losing her husband. And he looks just like my dad. Well, he did anyway, starting to look like his dad now. But still kind of looks like my dad. Because <laughs> my dad looks like me. Well, I look like my dad, so he's kind of got all of that from me. And um, so they have this bond, they have this strong bond, which I absolutely love, which isn't kind of not fair on the other two grandchildren, but it's okay. I understand it. I get it. And um, it's not that she doesn't love the others. They just have this, this bond of grief and he helped her get through it. So I get it. So anyway, he's been brought up to get what he wants and he's, he's struggling when it comes to finances and managing his finances the first year of uni I was in control of his funds he had to come to me for money I did the budgeting and he got through the whole year with savings and the second year he uh, couldn't do it through me and I know that was God trying to say he has to learn on his own come on he's an adult now you're gonna have to let go of the reins you can't do this for the rest of his life so he's going to have to learn. So we sat down, we talked about it. He said he, he, he was up for it, he, he can do it. 
I even wrote down his budget and sent it to him so that he could stick to it. But he messed up. So he ran out of money. Um, tail end of that quarter, this quarter. Just got his money this week. So he was about a month and a half without money. And so he kept it from me. He didn't come to me. He kept it from me. He went to friends and borrowed money. But then other things happened that brought him down and he, he, he got low in his spirits. And I managed to call him one day and he just laid it all out and broke down to me. Um, and I helped him and we had a really lovely talk. And, you know, I reassured him that no matter what, I'm not letting my kids go without food and stuff like that. You can always come to me. I know you've messed up, but you ain't going without food. Not my child. You must be mad. Um, not while I'm still alive, anyway. But anyway, in that process, so I'd given him some money to, to pay his bills and, you know, get some food in to last him until he gets his next amount of money. Um, then I found out that... Um, my mum had also helped him to pay back a friend and that's fine it's okay because um, I didn't give him that much money I literally gave him enough to buy food and pay off his bills so that was fine but then my other son got some money um, and I trusted him with this money and the money disappeared <laughs> it went so quickly and when I confronted him about it um, he told me that he'd spent some on this and some on that and then also said that he'd lent his brother some money didn't tell me the amount but I was like why does he need more money being lent to him I sorted everything out his needs are met so I literally was just fuming because I just thought you've been irresponsible I've bailed you out, Nanny's bailed you out. Why are you going to your little brother? Like, come on, man. So I called him up and I was, oh, I'm not going to lie, guys. I was high and I was heated. I really was. Um, and I, I, I didn't even, like, say hello in the nicest way. I just literally went, rah. Not shouting, but, you know, that energy of disappointment. Um... And maybe I did raise my voice. His perspective, perspective may be totally different to mine. Um, but I was I, I gave him, I told him I was angry, and I, he it wasn't no big deal. <laughs> to be fair, like he just borrowed money, and it wasn't a lot of money. Had and I had no um, uh, real real effect on my other son's amount of money, like at all. It was crumbs compared to what he had. Um, but I still went in because I was just like, when are you going to learn about looking after your money? You've got to grow up. And I just went in on him, not just because it, it not because just because of my other son lending him money, but because I've been trying to teach him for so long. Um, and I really just wanted him to get it. And yeah, I was frustrated because now my other son doesn't have money and I've got to help him now. And I just... I just want these boys to understand, you know, because I'm kind of like still a single parent trying to look after you boys, um, which is not their responsibility. It's all mine. And this is where the conscious parenting comes in. 
I should never have even got involved. And anyway, that conversation happened. I'd calmed down during the conversation and we'd been talking for a good while afterwards about other stuff. And I thought everything was okay. But <laughs> a few days later, him and him and his brother must have, I don't know who called who, but it came up about him, my middle son, telling me that he'd lent his brother money and my eldest son was mad at him and must have talked to him in a way, like straight up from the phone call and they got into it and I was upstairs and I could hear my middle son getting upset and angry and heated and... I'm like, oh, I thought, no, let me go down the stairs and sort this out because they do not need to be arguing about this. Um, and all I'm hearing is, you know, you're a snitch. I hate that word. I really do. That's one of the things I hate about this generation of snitching. Snitches get stitches. No, they don't. No. We're not doing that, especially not in my house. Like, you should be able to talk to me about whatever you want to talk to me about. If I ask you a question, you tell me the truth. And the same for you. So I went downstairs and I talked to them and they were still arguing in front of me and um, it was still heated and the phone call ended and uh, my middle son, as he was walking out, as, as, as he was walking out, well, during the conversation, he said that he was going through stuff and I was thinking, I kind of, kind of was like, what are you going through? Not thinking. And then when he walked out of the door after the conversation, he was like, um, I tried to do something nice and this is what I get. And all I saw was me when he said that. And then a lot of the times when, I, when I'm going through these things with my kids or anything that messes with my peace, I always go inside I have to, I have to go inside and I have to have my conversations with God and say, okay, God, what is this? What's going on? Show me. And he sure showed me. <laughs> All I heard was, this is you. It's your fault. You should never have got involved. You should never have said anything to your eldest son about asking your middle son to borrow your money. Whatever goes on between siblings, goes on between the siblings. He needed something. The other one was able to provide it. It's fine. They've both done it before. They've both lent each other stuff and paid it back. They're not one to like just take money and not pay it back. You know he'll pay it back. Why are you getting involved? You got involved and when you got involved, you went in angry. You, you didn't even calm yourself down. You didn't even talk to him respectfully. You just went in angry with him. And so you wonder why... When he got to speak to the middle child, he just went in angry. Now, he had days to calm down. But what was his example? Mum? What was his example? What did I show him? You just go in angry if you're angry. That, that's what I showed him. And it just really, like... It showed me that we really have to be conscious parents. We really are our kids' example and our teach and their teachers no matter what age they are we really do have a responsibility because we are influencers you see influencers on the internet all the time and people talking about how influencers need to be responsible well parents we need to be responsible with our kids whatever we are saying and however we are reacting 
they are picking up and they are emulating that. And all I saw was my reflection in both of them. When I've been hurt by people, that's how I would react, just like my middle son, ready to, because he was like, I'm done, I'm not bothered. Um, he was just ready to give up on his brother. Like, he was ready to close his heart off. And I was like, you ain't doing that. You're not doing that. We don't do that. That's your, that's your brother, your blood. You two need to stay connected. You need to stay close. And, you know, God just showed me that this was all your fault and you shouldn't have said anything. It, it wasn't anything. It's not like they were selling drugs or, you know, watching porn or, <laughs> no. Do you know what I mean? Just something that they really shouldn't have been doing. They were, he was helping him. He was helping him through a hard time. And I know that the, what he gave him the money for wasn't spent on something that he needed. But at the end of the day, that was my son's money. And if he wanted to lend it to his brother, that's his business. And I should have stayed out of it. And had I stayed out of it, this argument would never have happened. And I'm just really upset. I was just upset with myself. And I was just like, wow, I was so wrong. I didn't step back and breathe like I usually preach I should do, you know, when I found out. I really should have just centred myself and calmed myself down and asked him the question like, oh, Pharrell's just told... I shouldn't even have said nothing. I should have said nothing to him. I should have said a word. I shouldn't have said a word. I should have just said to my son, well, just make sure he, he pays you back. But I don't even need to say that because I already know what my son's like. He would pay him back when he's got his money. You know, so I should have just stayed out of it. We really need to stay out of our sons, our kids' stuff, especially when it's little things like that. But um, I just really saw myself in both of them and it wasn't a pretty sight. And I just thought, okay, well, I need to apologise. As much as I've been this influencer to teach them to do these things and react these ways I can also influence them to be better people so how do I do this and I just thought you need to apologize and you need to explain how you were wrong why you were wrong and you need to tell them what they did was right and you need to tell them how to be great siblings and so I called up my eldest son because that's where it started with me, with him. And I apologised to him. And straight away he was just like, you don't have to apologise, mum, it's fine. And I was like, no, I do have to apologise. I was so wrong. I'm sorry for the way I talked to you. I should never have talked to you like that. I should never even have brought it up. Whatever you and your brother do, because he was just like... I'm never going to ask him for help again. And I was like, I don't ever want that coming out of your mouth. You, We always need people we can go to when we need help. Whether it's financial help, emotional help, physical help, whatever help it is, we always need each other. You know, none of this social distancing. None of this, you stay over here and I'll stay over here, cutting off here and cutting off there. None of that. We need each other. And especially as siblings and family that love should always be there to help each other. And I just had to reiterate that to him. I had to let him know that you, if you need it and you can't go to anyone else,
go to your brother because he will always have your back because he's loyal like that. He is just like me. He has my heart. And if he's got it, he'll give it. And I was wrong. I was wrong for getting involved. I was wrong for saying anything. I was wrong for being upset. And I'm sorry. I truly am. I'm truly sorry for getting involved. I'm truly sorry for the way I spoke to you. And, you know, I told him that, you know, I asked him for forgiveness. And I told him that, you know, I needed to apologise. Because I was wrong. When you're wrong, you apologise. Just because you're my child, it doesn't give me a pass. Just because you're a child, my child, it doesn't mean I'm right in everything I'm saying. I was dead wrong. So I need to apologise to you. I hold my hands up fully. I taught you wrong. I was a bad example. But we can learn a lesson from this. And the lesson is we don't do that. We don't do that. When you need help, your brother's going to be there. And, you know, I explained to him how, you know, the way he reacted and the way he talked to him, how it affected his brother and how he was actually in a low space because of his dad and the way his dad's treating him at the moment and his siblings are treating him at the moment and how he feels like they don't care. Um, so... I was just like, you reacting like that, it was too much for him. And, and that's why he exploded. And I was kind of hoping that my son would see that, uh, hear me when it came to that. And that I would be the example for him to follow. Unfortunately, he hasn't called my son and apologised. I was kind of hoping that he would, that I would be the example I'm sure he will though. I'm sure he will at some point. Um, but he hasn't done it yet, unfortunately. But I believe that he took my example um, on board. Um, and I've just got to do better. I really do. Um, I did speak to my middle child as well. And I let him know that, you know, your older brother, you got him at a bad... He was at a bad point. I'd blown off at him this is why he blew off at you and I was the bad example and I apologize and I'm sorry I should never have gotten between you and your brother and you know you are right to lend him the money and you know I, I, I just apologized to him as well and I explained to him that you know his brother was going through stuff as well so everybody was going through stuff <laughs> and everybody reacted you know out of their emotions and out of the stuff they were going through that wasn't very nice um and I said to him, I'm sure he'll apologise. He was not convinced that his brother would apologise. But um, I, I have hope. I do. I have hope and I have faith. Um, but I also know that my middle child, even if my eldest child doesn't apologise, I think it will work out because he has a heart of gold. I'm telling you, he has such a big heart. Um, and he'll be okay. He really will. Um, they'll be okay. You know, I'm at a point where I'm not close to my sisters and I don't want that for my boys. Um, and I need to stop saying that because usually if you keep saying stuff, that's what happens. But I want my, I have to say what I want. I want my boys to be like, you know, them brothers that are just so strong and hang out together and they're there for each other. They can cry to each other. They can talk to each other. They can be vulnerable with each other. Because men need that. Men need that, bro. 
Do you know what I mean? And I know my middle child wants that from his brother. He, he said it so many times that he actually really wants it from his brother. And if he doesn't get it from his brother, he's going, he, he looks outside of his family for it to his friends. And sometimes he gets burnt because he, he feels strongly for his friends and he, he, he thinks that they feel the same way until something happens and he realizes now nah, they don't actually feel the same, but it's because but he really, really wants it from his elder brother. Um, but because my eldest is the eldest and they don't have anybody else as an example to teach him that, he also hasn't had his dad in his life to teach him that. He hasn't had his dad in his life to teach him how to be a man, how to be a brother. He hasn't had any of that. So I guess it's harder for him. He internalises things more. Um, but I'm trying to help him and teach him that, you know, you have to be... You can talk. You can talk to your brother. You know, not all men are bad. Um, when it in families, because he's okay with friends, but you know, you can you can you can grow detached from males in your family um, if you have trauma like that, um, where you haven't had your father in your life, your your male biological dad in your life. Um, that trauma can cause a lot of things. Or be the dominant force in your reactions or your actions um, and your choices in life. So it's been pretty hard for me as a mum to try and be mum and dad. Even though I've been married for 10 years, I'm still mum and dad. I don't know if there's any married single married mums out there with children that they had prior to being married and... Although they are married, the husband doesn't play that a great big role as the dad. Um, that can relate, but that's the way it's happened for me. Um, I really didn't want it to be that way. And it wasn't for a while, but um, that's how it's ended up. Um, although my eldest son does see my husband as his dad. Um more than he does his biological dad but you know there isn't that that strong strong relationship like i i would love to see but it is what it is um my, my husband definitely has a strong bond with his biological son and he definitely doesn't have that kind of a bond with my other two boys so i'm having to be mum and dad and it's hard guys it really is that takes uh toll on my peace it really does but um i know they've got a heavenly father which is better than any earthly father could be and so i just put them in into his arms and ask him to look after them because he said he'd be a father to the fatherless and and that's my boys they need that so whatever is going on emotionally for them i just pray that god will cover them and lead the right examples and people into their life to help them um, because this world has enough bad examples of people that will come into especially boys lives and groom them and all the rest of it preying on the vulnerable um, but I thank God that he has covered them enough for that not to happen um, but yeah that's it guys that's what i wanted to talk about you know i just i just 
I've just, I just, it's been quite a few years while I've just known that I have to be a conscious parent and I know that sometimes I parent out of the way I was parented and they hated the way I was parented because I, I wasn't shown love, I wasn't shown compassion, there was no, un there was no uh, communication, there was only rules and if you didn't abide by rules then there was pain physical pain because we got beats um i wasn't told i love you i wasn't cuddled i wasn't told you're beautiful i wasn't encouraged nothing i really didn't have parents my parents focus was mainly to put food on the table and make sure that we had a roof over our head and clothes on our back and I'm not mad at them for that because they parented the way that they knew how to be parented and they parented a lot better than they were parented and that's how that how it goes they parented better than their parents and I've parented better than they parented me and my mum have such an amazing relationship now that the things that I should have got as a child I'm getting now as an adult but I'm so glad that I got, I'm getting it because I never got it from my dad at all and then he died um I think before the year he died was like the first time that I, I got hugs and stuff from him and I think he was just happy that I was bringing a son into the world and he was very attentive when I was pregnant and after I'd had my son he was very attentive as well um and I was I was so happy that I was getting that from my dad and then he got taken from me as just as we were getting closer and he was gone and so I don't take it lightly when it comes to my mum like every moment of every day I need her to know I love her I love that she tells me she loves me on every single message she sends if it's a reply whatever at the end it's love you kiss kiss and I love it it means so much to me when I see her she tells me she loves me she hugs me you know we talk about we're like best friends like she talks to me about everything I can tell her stuff yeah she gets my nerves sometimes <laughs> yeah she does her mother thing sometimes but I love it I just love her to the bone and I'm just so grateful that I have my mum in my life and that we have this relationship and I want that for me and my boys I've, ever since I I was younger before I even had kids I always said that I wanted a close relationship with my boys I want them to know that they can talk to me about anything um I don't want them to fear me I don't want them to fear telling me things like if they got a girl pregnant or something like that or come to me tell me I'm not gonna be mad at you I'm not gonna be so angry that you know you wish you didn't tell me like things like that and if anybody's messing with them out on the street tell me if anybody's hurt you tell me I'm here I got your back you know, I am your ride or die because I would literally die for my, my for my kids, hands down. So I've always wanted that type of relationship and I have it. I have that relationship and, you know, I'm so grateful for it. And especially with them being boys and them growing up so quickly and turning into men. I'm just like, oh, my boy, especially my eldest, he's just out there. He's just he's gone <laughs> he's not gone but he's not gone like i miss having him around and I, it's just but you know they, they've got to grow up and they've got to walk their own path and i just want to be there for them when they need me
and you know I told my son about the last podcast we did about the whole sex thing and he just laughed and I love that he's okay with me talking about him um and I'm sure he'd be fine about me talking about this because he knows that it's it's only for his from his good and you know and to help other people that's my heart my heart is to help other people learn from my life lessons and our life lessons so what is the lesson guys the lesson is stop when you have these height emotions <laughs> stop step back breathe and really get inside and center yourself and respond in a conscious responsible way as a parent with your kids notice what they need notice what they don't need and proceed that way don't get in between your kids relationship like if your kids are lending to each other helping each other out don't 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 cause that friction between them don't do that because they need that bond they need that with each other um and when you do wrong apologize because you're still an influencer to your children and mean it don't just apologize but actually mean it like i was in tears before i called my son like i was just like oh my gosh that was my fault i caused that i hate seeing my kids argue i really do especially to that height like i know they they'll be fine soon and you know men are they get over things quickly more than women do but i just don't like seeing them talk to each other like that and arguing like that especially over something that's not worth arguing about and so it really upset me that I was the cause of it. Um, so choose choose how you talk to you. Talk to your kids properly, man. Have respect for your kids, man. Because I did not talk to my, my son right when I called him. I didn't. I didn't. And then I can't be mad at him when, then he, when he goes and talks to me like that or my, my, my son like that. And I won't have him talk to me like that. I'm like, who are you talking to? I will not have it. I'm your mum, you don't talk to me like that. But the same in the same breath, you shouldn't talk to him like that. He's a grown man. You should not be talking to him like that. You know, talk to treat others how you want to be treated. It, it goes right back to that. Love your neighbour as you love yourself. Would you want to be talked to that, like that? No, so don't talk to somebody else like that. Don't do it. Don't do it. I learned my lesson, guys. And I'm gonna be very conscious and mindful of that when I'm addressing my kids in the future and when I find things out. And I just pray that, you know, the advice and the example that I gave them will change them also and help them to be better with each other and with others. So that's it today, guys. I know it's sweet and short. It's been 35 minutes. <laughs> so I think it's long enough. I hope you have a great week and I will see you next time. Thanks for joining me on this episode, guys. And I look forward to you joining me on the next one. Don't forget, if you love this episode, if you love my podcast, Please subscribe, share with your friends and family and don't forget to give me a rating and a review on your favourite podcast app. 
Now go live your best life and don't forget, protect your peace. Bye.